Yo, welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen. And Kyle. And I just want to say thank you guys for tuning back in with us tonight. We are going to fill your ear holes full of some weird shit. Not literal shit. Weird stuff. Yeah, that'd be fucking gross. Yeah. So, um, thanks for tuning in and hanging out. We hope you all are staying safe and staying healthy in these weird times we're living in. It is exceptionally weird out there. Yeah. But while you're being weird, make sure you mention the podcast to everybody, all your friends. Hell yeah. Help us get the name out. Take over the world. That'd be dope. We are the NWO. <laughs> but before we can do NWO stuff, we have to get through the business. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast and you know what to do. Come over Talk with us, chit-chat, share memes, post funny stuff, post scary stuff. And if you have any creepy encounters uh, of your own that you would like to share, Kyle's going to tell you what to do. I am, and that's going to be, you can call us at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow You can write us an email. You can send Steve some text messages. You can... Use your voice memo app on your smartphone, record your story, send it to the email, and the email is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah, brother. You know, it is what it is. If you listen to us on Apple or iTunes uh, podcast app, uh, one of the best ways you can support us is by heading over there and leaving us a five-star rating and review. It really helps uh, push our podcast up the charts and makes it easier to get eyes on us, so... If you go over there and leave us a nice, tasty five-star and review, five-star rating and review, we will shout you out <clears throat> like I'm getting ready to do now. This five-star rating and review comes from Extina Carter. She says, favorite before quarantine, only one during quarantine. And it goes, five stars. A friend got me into you guys a while back, and with that one episode, I was hooked. My coworkers are currently in a Strava workout challenge due to everyone being quarantined. My favorite way to get in an hour activity is to walk with this podcast after dinner. It makes time go by so fast. We could legit be friends in real life. Stay safe and stay weird. Hell yeah. Using our own motto against us. Or with us. Same thing. Yeah, it's it's cool. What the fuck is Starva? Strava? Strava. I don't know. It sounds like a fucking uh, fake sugar. Stevia? Kind of, yeah. That's uh, what I was getting at. It's probably not that. That's probably what she meant to spell, but she fucked it up and auto-corrected it in a different direction. It's, I mean, it could be. I mean. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to hop over there and leave us this dope-ass rating and review. Dope-ass review and rating, either or. Absolutely. Um, I hope that you and yours are staying safe in the whole COVID quarantine thing. Um Hope you killed that Strava workout, dog. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Hopefully you're Hope making you nailed them, it. them big gains. Yeah. Getting swole. So we're glad that you like us and it's dope. It is dope. Um today for our topic, I have compiled a few odd missing person cases again. I know those kind of people kind of like hearing those. Um I got one. That I'm going to do, and if there's time, I'll do another one. If not, I'll just do a whole other episode, so it's whatever. But we're going to get into our listener encounter of the day. Um, this came over via email, but it has a audio clip, so I'm just going to read the email before we go into the audio. 
It says, hi, guy, love your... Oh, wow. Restart that. Hi, guys, love your podcast. Attaches a voice memo of an incident dating back to 86 or 87. This took place in Fall River, Massachusetts, a city you may be familiar with, as it is the hometown of Lizzie Borden. Obviously, no relation or no relation to my incident but i thought i'd share that fun fact with you hope you enjoy it thanks keep up the good work and stay weird and this is from jay so here's jay's encounter from fall river hey guys how's it going i uh, love the podcast uh stumbled upon it searching for ufo stuff really and uh paranormal activities also uh interesting topics so after i heard some of the stories I thought I'd share one, a personal one, uh, with you, see what you thought. Um, this dates back to, uh, 1986 or 1987. Uh, I can pretty much pinpoint that it was only because it was Halloween and I looked back to see, cause I know it wasn't a school night because, uh, my brother was having friends sleep over, so... In 86 and 87, Halloween fell on uh, a Friday and a Saturday, uh, respectively. So you can pretty much pinpoint it then. Um, My brother was, or is, five years older than me. So I was seven or eight, so he would have been 12 or 13. And uh, his friends were the same age as him. But I always kind of tagged along with my brother. So anyway... We had gone trick-or-treating, and then we came back to our house, and uh, my brother was always big into telling ghost stories. Didn't matter if it was Halloween, he would do it at, uh, you know, when we had family get-togethers with my cousins, Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthday parties, whatever. He was always into telling the ghost stories. So after we got back, we were in his room, and I remember it was... uh, it was a pretty mild day for our evening for October 31st because we had the window open and there was an oscillating fan on the bureau. We had the door to the bedroom open. My brother shut the bedroom light off. We lit a candle and we sat on the floor in a circle around the candle. He decided he wanted to have a seance instead of a ghost story this time. So me, him, and his two friends are sitting on the floor in a circle around this candle. And I believe we were holding hands. Uh, he's, and he, he started off talking whatever, saying whatever he said. And he says, uh, if there are any spirits in this room, please give us a sign that you are here. And as soon as he finished that sentence, the door to the bedroom slammed shut and the candle blew out. And now the room is pitch black and... There are four screaming kids in this room. We didn't move. We just stood where we were. My mother came, opened the door, and uh, we all ran out. The My brother's two friends called their mom to come pick them up because they weren't about to sleep over now. And I don't think my brother and I got a, you know, a wink of sleep that night. Probably for a few days. We were pretty freaked out. My mother convinced us that, you know, we had the window open, like I said, so she said that well, it should have just been a the perfect breeze with the fan, just happened to slam the door shut in the process, blowing the candle out. But it's just one of those things that has stuck with me 
all this time. Like, was it paranormal or was it as simple as the perfect timing of a, a breeze? Uh, I don't know. I think there was never any any other paranormal activity as far as I witnessed. So it's not like it was a a common thing or anything. That's the only time, you know, I lived there for 20 years or so. Uh, I, I grew up in that house, so never had any experiences other than that. But I got to say that was a pretty, uh, pretty freaky incident. Something, obviously, like I said, that stuck with me all this time. So I just wanted to know what you guys thought. Um, Could have just have been perfect timing of everything. I mean, he, like I said, he finished that sentence and that's exactly what happened. So timing was perfect if it was timing, but just wanted to hear what you guys thought. Keep up the good work. Uh, I'll be leaving you a five-star review. You guys are awesome. Thanks. So that was Jay's story. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you again for submitting that to us. We always love people submitting their stories. Hell yeah, um, brother. Ironically enough, the time this happened, if it was in 86, was like literally a month before I was born. Damn. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. But that aside, I don't know that it was just perfect timing. I mean, I can definitely understand one, A, you you want to be a little bit skeptic like we've talked about. You want to... You want to apply that that logic to things that are going on to rule shit out, uh, but I don't know. That's weird timing. Like everything would have to fall perfectly in place for. I mean, as soon as he gets done saying what he was saying, the, the candle door goes. Slam the door shut. slam. The candle goes out. Yeah. Pitch black. I, I would have fucking screamed like a little girl. I feel like he hit the nail on the head. It would have to be absolute perfect yeah. timing and not to mention to make a door slam there would have been had to have been a little a little bit of a breeze that would come through at least something noticeable yeah that's what i was gonna say something you would have remembered feeling the cold breeze sweep through or the warm breeze or whatever fucking breeze it was i don't know why i added that to it but <laughs> um you you should have been able to to recall it now i don't know i mean you, you said that there was never any other occurrence before or after the seance it was only during so maybe he just at that time opened a fucking door or someone you know maybe somebody on the spiritual side were looking out for you kids you know just being kids fucking around with the ouija board we're gonna shut you down before you have a chance to let something shitty out of the box is a fucking fantastic point somebody looking out for you is the thing that i took from it i like that was slam the door Put the candle out and send the kids running. Yep, let's scare the shit out of them so they don't mess with this stuff anymore. Yeah. Uh, did Good your brother point. or his friend have any other kind of occurrences happen? That's kind of I was wondering. Because if it didn't, if if it was something malevolent or it was something, you know, that would attach, it clearly didn't sound like it attached to you because you didn't have any other occurrences. I was just yeah. curious if your brother did. Um, it would have made more sense if it did attach to him since he was since the one. Since he was the one that asked the question. Yeah. He opened the line of communication, so to speak. Right. But the more I think about it, I feel like something was probably watching out for you guys. Knew you're just a bunch of just a bunch of kids messing around on Halloween, and if there was a chance to open something up, 
that would have been the time to do it. And something was like, nah, we don't need this. We'll give this. you a little scare. Yeah. We don't need this. So yeah, I like that a lot. I like that explanation, that uh, idea. I like it a lot. Yeah. So thanks again, Jay, for submitting your story. And for those of you that do not know who Lizzie Borden is, she's a woman that killed, supposedly killed. Supposedly. Her mother and her father with an axe. That sucks. So apparently the Lizzie Borden house is actually pretty haunted. I know that a bunch of paranormal shows have done investigations there. Uh, also another nice little poem. If I get it wrong, feel free to email me and tell me that I'm stupid. But it goes something like this. Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. I don't know if there's any more to that, but... It's a shitty-ass poem. Whatever. Especially if she hit her mom 40 times with an axe. Dude, she must have had, like, really good... Forearms? Yeah. Arm muscles. That's a lot of swinging. I'm still saying she's a dick. Well, she did murder her parents, so... Yeah. It's whatever. It's not a good thing. (sighs) Whatever. She's being an asshole. You'll have that. So, I decided to do a little research on missing people. It's kind of a thing that I do. It kind of interests me. The fact that a person can just up and vanish without a trace, especially in our day and age where everything is monitored, your debit card's tracked, everything has GPS, there's closed-circuit television on everything. The fact that a person can go missing and never be found just boggles my mind. You know what I I mean? I agree. It's crazy to me. According to NamUs, the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, over 600,000 people go missing in the United States every year. That's fucking weird. That is a crazy large number. But a lot of these are runaways, you know, angsty teens that take off and then show up two days later. They're still reported as missing people, but it's not that they're never found. I feel like people going missing is worse than thinking or knowing that they're dead. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like on one hand, you can hold on to the hope that they're going to be found alive, but you have no closure ever not knowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're going to spend every day thinking like what what if they're what if this is happening to them? What if that's happening to them? Yeah. I don't know. It would be a shitty feeling. It absolutely would. I don't wish that on anyone. Absolutely not. But the cases that I compiled today are a little stranger than someone just running away or it being uh, kidnapping or such. Um, I'm going to jump into the first one. And we're going to see where it goes from there. So this all started on a YouTube video, right? It was posted by a website called SeriousDisclosure.com. They have an extensive YouTube catalog of videos featuring theories and evidence quote-unquote, of proof of extraterrestrial life, evil government cover-ups, as well as interviews with witnesses that uh, corroborate these things. Well, hell yeah. They also have two documentaries out, and they like to explain what their purpose purpose of these documentaries are. And they're quoted saying, 
We're interested in the development of peaceful relationship with extraterrestrial intelligence, which has been visiting planet Earth for decades, if not centuries. Part of the reason the ETI presence has been kept a secret is that one of the first questions would be, how are they getting here? They're not using fossil fuels. It is through zero-point or quantum vacuum energy generation systems. And it's these energy systems that we want to develop and bring out to the general public so that we may have a world of pollution-free, sustainable abundance. So, they're trying to get with the ETs to create an energy that will not kill the planet. That's one of their documentaries. Okay. A noble cause. Yeah. A video that was uploaded by Serious Disclosure surpassed any other video they have ever posted on YouTube. It got over a million views, and it is just their top-tier, top-of-the-mountain video. The video is called Son of an Area 51 Technician. This video was posted on their channel December 3rd, 2013. The video features a man named Paul H. Utz. In the video, Paul shares his recollections and story of his father and his time working in a GS-16 capacity for the U.S. government near Nellis Air Force Base and, of course, Area 51. Weird. Weird. Paul states in the video that his father had confided in him one night under the influence of alcohol that, and I quote, they had tested a device that's supposed to be a new type of energy source direction. And they'd taken it out to the range. It had literally blown up when they tried to activate it when they turned it on. One of the things that my father found interesting was that the energy source had a lot of organic composition within the material structure. My father says it was developed by university and that it was a technology and this group and his team were developing it further and studying it further, that it had organic components. He said it was almost like it had a consciousness. So, enter our main character, Kenny Veach. Well, before you go on, it sounds like they did a shitty-ass job trying to put that together because it blew up. Yeah. They basically made a bomb. Yeah. Reminds me of Elon Musk when he makes all these rockets that explode. I was going to say, hopefully Elon doesn't fuck up because he'd probably make a really big bomb. He has blown up rockets. Well, his team has. That sucks. But he also sent a car to Mars, so it's whatever. And there was a person in it. Yeah. Kind Anyways, of. not to cut whatever. you off there. So, enter our main character. This happened in 2014, and the interaction on this video could be what led to his disappearance. It's one Mr. Kenny Veach. On that YouTube video about Area 51, a YouTuber by the name of Snakebite McGee commented saying, This ain't nothing. I'm a long-distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out near Nellis Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find, but as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. This is one of the strangest things that's ever happened to me. Of course, YouTube being YouTube, this spawned a barrage of questions and comments and belittlings from other YouTubers that would ask, why didn't you go in? Why didn't you take any video? Why didn't you take any pictures? Yada, yada, yada. And this would eventually drive Kennedy to head back out and look for the cave. After his first failed attempt to locate the cave... Kenny makes a video where he states, I'm looking for a cave that I found and I didn't have 
A, he points to a gun holster on his hip. I didn't have a sidearm when I went there before. Something about that cave just spooked me. Out of all the caves I've ever been in, this one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to her, to it, the crazier my body felt. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go back in there right now, but I'm going to come back someday. I talked to some people on YouTube and they told me, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything to it, but it might be interesting. Uh, if I can find it, I've got to relocate it. And this is a big mountain range I'm in. The cave is shaped like a big M. It's a cave that looks just like a gigantic letter M. It's about as tall as I am, kind of narrow, and it's stuck on the side of the mountain. So I hope I can find it again, and if I do, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to put it on my light, take out my gun, and walk in there and see if I can see anything. We'll see. Kenny also states that it's a very large area and has many caves. He's explored hundreds and hundreds of caves, but the M cave is the only one that's ever caused him any fear. In a few interviews, Kenny had spoken out about the cave to friends in a sense that it was so frightening, it was an actual life-altering experience. Then why the fuck would you even go back? Because of YouTube. Well, fuck that. Sorry, people on YouTube, but if I'm that scared, fuck you, not doing it's it. It's just people pressuring, pressuring him to go back. No, because this guy was obviously a more or less seasoned cave-goer. And he's not been afraid of any of them, but for whatever reason, he can't even explain. But just being in the presence of this cave scared the living hell out of him so much that he claims it was a life-altering experience. Yeah. Why fuck with it beyond that point? Yeah. If you're that afraid of it, why fuck with it that any further? So much to the delight of these YouTubers, he decided to head out and search for the cave once more. Before you go any farther... Greatest idea ever. What I would have done, I would have went to Walmart, I would have bought a fucking RC car and a GoPro, would have duct taped the GoPro to the RC car, and I would have drove it in there. Hell yeah. See? Figured it out. That's genius. why. That's why we're making all these games. I'm a fucking genius. You are a genius. I wish Kenny was here to hear your idea. Yeah, he, he's probably like, God damn it, Kyle. Much to the delight of fellow YouTubers, Kenny decided to head out and search for the cave once more. One eerie comment that stands out among the rest of the comments was kind of a prophecy as to what was to come. I already have goosebumps. The YouTube comment came from Lemmy Kilmeister. He said, no, do not go back there. If you find that cave entrance, do not go in. You won't come out. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so Why on November 10th, 2014, that just adds to the whole stigma of the situation. Yeah, because you know? it makes it sound like this dude knows exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, and that was the only thing posted by that guy. That's just fucked do up. not go back in. And that's a weird-ass name, too. That's the uh, lead singer of Motorhead. Well, yeah, there you go. Killmeister. That Then we know who knows. So on November 10th, 2014, Kenny set off on his last hike. He told his family he was going on a short overnight trip. Kenny, I think, needs to be said that he was an avid hiker. He was an extreme hiker. He liked to go out on these long treks with minimal supplies just to prove he could kind of do it. Right. You can still see his videos on YouTube now. If you look up Snake Bite McGee, I'll even share some when I find them. I've watched them before. I'll post them on all of the uh, social medias that I can. And... The dude knows what he's doing. He's no stranger to the desert. Right. You know, he's no stranger to cave exploring. 
Um, he claimed multiple times he'd hiked the area extensively and explored every cave in the area that he came across. Right. But this track record did not make him immune to what was about to happen. No, and that's why, before we go on, a little disclaimer, if if any of you out there plan on doing shit like this, let people know exactly where you, at least... Carry a, ten, a GPS. Yes, at least a 10-mile radius of where you, you're going to be hiking in. In all of the story, the Missing 411 series, I know I comment on it all the time. If you have the money... Go to David Polite's site and buy the book. It will make you never want to go in the fucking woods ever again in your entire life. Well, and yeah, and if you do, just be safe about it. You know, let people know. And I'm telling you right now, like if I, if I were going to go look for creepy shit like this, I'm making Steve come with me. I'm not going by myself. Dope. I'm not going by myself. It's not happening. I'm not going to go into these crazy-ass places by myself. That just That just... That's a horror movie waiting to happen. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, but that was kind of Kenny's thing. He liked to go out on these long day-in and day-out yeah. solo hikes. And I get it. There's that, that whole peace of mind, like get away from it all yeah, and kind of relax. It kind of like built up his um, adrenaline being out there. You know, how how far can I hike? How, how far can I take my body in this right, extreme? Right. Now... A question about Kenny, and I don't know if you found it or not, but was there any evidence that Kenny went looking for these this type of weird shit, or did he just stumble across it one day? Um, he did post on some Area Fifty One sites, okay, and stuff of that nature. Was so, it more of like? Was it more of like a in the alien nature versus? this weird cave shit or yeah i don't think he was looking for just went out looking for the cave specifically right, right. i feel like it being that close to area 51 being in the nevada desert that stigma kind of always has people out there look keeping their eyes on the skies you right, know right. so to speak so i think that once he stumbled upon this alternate energy source post from this serious disclosure he was like I've, I've got something in that vein. Uh, okay. You know? okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Cause um, mostly because of vibrations, I assume. Yeah. Right. When Kenny did not come back from his trip, he was reported missing. So the first thing that they did was look toward his YouTube videos. In his video called M Cave Hike, posted before his disappearance, Kenny is shown standing in front of a large mine shaft. It was there that search and rescue volunteers from Red Rock Search and Rescue found Kenny's cell phone on November 22nd, 2014. It was just sitting near the mine shaft. Huh. Uh, Red Rock SNR states that we found, quote, we found his cell phone close to a very vertical old mine shaft, and we can't find another trail. It doesn't mean that he's down the shaft, but we have tracked him as far as he can, or as far as we can, and we are having our crews come in from other search areas. They would eventually send cameras down the shaft to try to locate any evidence, but that too would leave them empty-handed. After his phone was found, the trail for him went cold. He had basically just disappeared. They found his phone, and that was it. Um, To this day, Kenny has still not been found. Speculation on his disappearance remains and fuels tons of conspiracy theories. Uh, Did he just die in the desert? Did he succumb to the desert? Uh, Elements 
and just perish out there and not to be found. Right. Did he fall down a different mine shaft? Um, has he stumbled on some sort of odd military energy source and they silenced him? Did the source? Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com kill him evaporate him you know yeah you get into high energy levels like that kind of shit and you don't even know what you're messing with especially if he was outside of the cave and felt vibrations like that's pretty it's gotta be intense there's speculation that it could be a secret entrance to area 51 uh yeah i guess i I don't know why you would leave it out in the open like that but i mean anything's possible then right well, so conspiracy when, whenever, theories abound. Well, before we go down that road, like in regards to a cell phone, my number one assumption wouldn't I would not have have automatically assumed that he fell down that first fucking mine shaft that was right there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that would that wouldn't even. I mean, obviously, I'd want to check the mine shaft just to make sure, but that's not the way my brain would think. My, my brain would think, well, he probably. If it, especially, I mean, because I, I'm picturing the mine shaft is 20 feet that direction. His cell phone is right here. That would say to me that odds are he probably dropped his cell phone walking in the direction that he was trying to go to to get to wherever he was going. 
Well, I think the mine shaft was a vertical mine shaft, so it was just a hole in the ground. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they found the cell phone outside of the hole, so they thought maybe he had, you know, slipped and threw his hands in the air and the phone okay. went out. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you, act, you explain it like that, that does make yeah, a little more said, sense. The information I found stated it was a vertical mine shaft, so I figured it was probably just a straight drop down. Which, that fucking sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have been on his phone looking at shit. Not been paying attention yeah. and walked right into it, and then for whatever reason he let go of his phone or t- he used to toss it up in the air or what have you. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Just bonk. But and if he did stumble onto some kind of weird military energy source, did the military have something to do with it? Could they have come out and you know if he found this and was like, oh shit, this is a big deal? Could they have taken him and just said, you know what, you're coming with us, dog. See ya. It's very possible. So. With all these conspiracy theories abound, what does everybody want? Closure, right? Closure, whatever the fuck that means. So, a woman comes forward claiming to be Kenny's girlfriend. Where does she do this? On his YouTube videos. That seems suspect as fuck. Right? Here she states, and remind you, Kenny is nowhere here to validate any of this information. So... And I quote, I am the girlfriend that Kenny spoke of in his videos. There are no, or there are so many posts. I had no idea until a friend let me know. So many people are wondering what happened and guessing different things. You are heartfelt about the sadness around what has happened with Kenny. He has not been found. And I feel that he probably will not be found for many, many months. If ever, I want to share with you what I know and feel about what happened so that you might bring some closure and understanding to your own lives. Kenny absolutely loved hiking in the desert. It was his very, very favorite thing to do. We hiked and camped together all over the Nevada desert, sometimes nine hours in a day. We found many abandoned mining towns, usually referred to as ghost towns by Nevada hikers. We explored many caves and mine shafts. We were always careful how we explored them, but Kenny was a bit more daring than I was. We wore snake guards, sun-protected clothing, used walking sticks, brought enough water and food for the hiking hours and had extra water and food in the car i want you to know that i do not think kenny had an accident i believe that he committed suicide he battled depression for many years and would not take medication or see a doctor he quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared the search for him was started within a couple days of my call over 30 search and rescue team members searched three different times on foot one helicopter flyover was done, and there was no trace of Kenny or any of his camping things. They found his car in the area I told them it would be in. They did not, or they did find his cell phone by the mine shaft in the video. The mine shaft was only a four-hour hike from his car. It's my feeling that he left it behind so he could not be tracked from the GPS in it. He also did not take his video camera with him on his solo hike, and it was left in his home, so he had no intentions of filming anything. She also adds, I share this with you for two reasons. First, so that you have more of an understanding of who Kenny was and maybe bring some peace or understanding to the situation. Secondly, if any of you decide to go out into our desert to look for him or the M cave, be careful and bring enough food or water. Walking sticks are a good idea and also do not and also not doing a solo hike. Bring a GPS and make sure that you have let your family or friends know that you are heading out for the hike and where or when you'll be returning. A search really can be a one-day hike, or a search really can't be on a one-day hike. You'd be repeating much of the same hike, just getting up in the mountain, then be left with not many hours in the day to do the search. You would need two or three days at a time 
in the end or in the summer or late spring. This cannot be done because of the heat of our desert. You would not be able to carry enough water, so please, please be careful. I had many wonderful experiences with Kenny and will always remember them and have a place and love in my heart for him and the wonderful things we did together. I'm healing from my loss and look forward to new experiences with desert hiking, camping, and taking beautiful pictures of our desert. Enjoy your adventures of life, and thank you for the kind comments sent my way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Let's back this motherfucker up. Okay. So scroll up a little bit in your notes there, Steve, because I I have like six different things that I caught. (laughs) Okay. I was trying to remember them, but now I'm getting tracked. So right out of the gate, she says she feels like he's not going to be found for, and I quote, many, many months, if ever. That The way you word, I'm big on the way you word things because words are direct representation of ourselves. And when she says it that specifically, it makes me feel like she knows something more than she's letting on. That's what I was thinking, too. That's what I was thinking. There's the first tick. Second one is, and I'm probably going to miss some, but she talked about going hiking all the time with Kenny, and yet per what you have presented to me, it made it sound like Kenny more so enjoyed going by himself. That's kind of what I took as well. And then... There was also the aspect that Kenny liked to go bare minimum. She pointed out how they took extra. Yeah. Okay. Because Kenny kind of liked to show off the fact that he was this extreme hiker, could do all this extra stuff. And then, uh, oh, she talked about exploring mine shafts all the time, and yet Kenny gave the appearance that he searched caves. Not mine shafts. True. You know? And then, uh, fuck, what was the other one? I can't remember. Let me pull that I back up. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Oh, and that, the day, the day he's going to go look for fucking the M cave, he's not going to take his camera with him? Get the fuck out of here. You're you're insane. It's weird, right? You're insane. And she, she absolutely goes to, insane goes to talk about his him quitting his job like that's that seems to be a sign like of I guess depression and suicidal people like they they cut ties with different things right you know, they give their stuff away or did they, he legitimately quit his job I cannot confirm or deny that okay but I have I mean I have just as much reason to believe her as I don't you know what I mean yeah and well and then uh, and then. Another thing that is very weird to me, and I don't know the time frame as to which she got on YouTube to give her condolences to his quote-unquote disappearance death, but the ending of her statement seems more like a fucking public service announcement than a distraught person. Yeah, that just lost, lost the love of your life, you know? Yeah, and you're saying, hey, I just want you to know... I can't wait to go hiking in the desert where my significant other disappeared and take new pictures. Yeah. That's not normal. Even a year after your significant other is lost, that's not fucking normal. So, I I know. I mean, it makes... Like, there's so many different avenues this can take. It's kind of why I chose this missing persons case, because did Kenny just go into the desert 
and kill himself. No. Like why would he post why would he post so much stuff on YouTube and have this whole huge YouTube following behind him to find the M cave if he was just planning to yeah. kill himself get the fuck out of here. To begin with. Did he stumble on something that he was not supposed to find? Yep. Was he yep. was he killed? Was he taken? Did he stumble on a secret that nobody that he never needed to know to begin with and was the threat of exposure via YouTube videos enough to make someone get rid of him? See, I think judging by the information presented, I feel like he probably stumbled onto something he wasn't supposed to stumble on. Whether it was, I'm not saying it was government oriented or at, or anything of that nature. I'm just saying whatever it was, he was not supposed to fucking see. And let's let's say that it was the alien power source he stumbled across. The government finds out about it. They find him. They smoke him. You're done. Because they don't even trust their own fucking people to keep their mouth shut. So why the fuck would they trust some random YouTuber to keep his mouth shut? They're not going to ask you, hey, Steve, you didn't see what you just saw, buddy. True. And you're like, what I just see? Exactly. Now I trust you. I trust you're never going to say nothing. <laughs> They're not going to do that. You know what confirms that trust? Bop, bop. Exactly. Done. Or he stumbled onto something, say, fucking Bigfoot in a cave, and the government knew it was there. It killed him. And either way, I think she's the cover-up. A hundred percent. Without a doubt, I think she's the cover up. I think that or she killed Kenny. <laughs> Good point, yeah. And because all she would have to do, she offed him. So now all she has to do is put out a few messages. Hey, guys, I'm going on a hike. Hey, guys, I'm going on a hike. She looks at his last video, Hunt for the End Cave. Goes and tosses his cell phone out near that mine where everybody's going to think, hey, old boy just fell down the mine. And then she posts on here, yep, he killed himself. He was depressed. He quit his job. He killed himself. And the more you think about it, the and by, by the example you just gave me, the more you think about it, why the fuck would Ken, if Kenny is an avid hiker, especially in that area, you know, normally these people, like, you, you travel an area over and over again. You... He he should have the knowledge that hey there are a lot of of mines in this area. I need to be careful of where I walk. It could be dangerous. And it, it he it it was obvious he loved hiking. So the odds that he was distracted by his cell phone in my opinion is slim to none. And how convenient is it that his phone, the only piece of evidence that was found in the desert was near the first mine that was shown on the video previously posted. Also, how convenient is it that his car, which is another piece of evidence, was exactly where his girlfriend said it would be. That is fucking weird. And right? then he then he got warned on his YouTube, don't go there because you'll never come back. Yeah. Which is weird. Not saying that somebody wasn't fucking trolling him or they were more convinced of the danger than he was, because that's possible. But 
it's strange never nevertheless it's it, fucking strange it could have been one of her friends that was privy to the information <laughs> that he was going to get smoked yeah trying to convince him stay the f out of the desert right you're going to get smoked i i still think that i like i still think my shit i like my theory i think she's the cover up dude it's way yeah. too fucking she is definitely in my opinion it's way she too is weird. definitely in it somewhere yeah because like like i was saying it just by all accounts from what you you presented and the information out there on him he liked to hike alone and he liked like you said he liked to push himself you're not gonna pack fuck loads of quote-unquote extra water if you like to push yourself and you know and if he's done it a thousand times why would you assume that this time would be any fucking different and how convenient is it that the only piece of equipment he had that could possibly have a GPS in it was left right there by the first mine. By hole. the first mine. Yeah, I think it's a little too convenient. There's a way too many fucking oddities. If he killed himself, where's his body? Because, yeah, because this uh, is this is six years, and I know I know people that disappear in the woods in the desert sometimes are never found. Sometimes they're found years afterward afterwards. But you have a pretty good idea of where he's going. If you can track one video to the mine and find his phone, you kind of have an idea from his previous videos what direction he's going in. That's what I was going to say. And not to mention from where his car was parked. Yeah. You know, car to phone. It's like, okay, I have a bearing now. Now I have an idea this of the, the direction, direction he's, going. he's going. Yeah, and if if you were going to if he was going to go in the desert to to off himself, and try to throw people off. You wouldn't throw the phone by the first mine. No, especially the one that you already have documented. Yeah. You would go in the opposite direction. Right. Even if he didn't, I'm not going to walk a path and drop my phone on the exact same path as to which I'm walking. Like, if I'm walking on the path, I'm going to take my phone and I'm going to chuck it as far as I can in any direction. Just drop that some bitch down the mine. Yeah, like, wh- wh- if you're going to kill yourself, why the fuck do you even care? Yeah. Wait, what? You get, why are you trying to hide? See, in I don't know. It just in make my sense. Uh, conspiracy brain, I want this to be uh, a Indiana Jones esque fucking mystery. Like Kenny's out there chasing down this energy source, thumbing through caves, and he gets in this fucking cave, and some weird ass booby traps go off, and he, you know, like he, right, like, yeah, yeah, he died doing what he wanted, like what he loved to do. You know, he, Kenny discovered the answer to that mystery. We right. won't, but he did. Like, that's what I want it to be. I want it to be some some crashed alien UFO that's in there trying to power itself back up or right, some shit. Right, 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 right. Or, or it is an opening to Area 51, and there's alternate energy sources they're, they're trying down there that the serious disclosure talked about, you know. Or this organic compound they used for that energy source is only mined from this one cave, and this is where it or- originated from. But in my true crime brain, I'm pretty sure that his old girl probably had him smoked. It's possible. That's what I'm thinking. Either way, I think she's the cover up. Yeah. Whether oh, it's my absolutely. theory or your theory, she's the fucking cover absolutely. up. Absolutely. Because what better it's way, way too weird, dude. She does I know it's all taken in context because it's posted on YouTube of all fucking places, which is crazy to me anyway. But she just doesn't, um, 
seem that distraught. You know not what to I mean? mention, not like what, I what? miss him so much, or I I yeah. hope he's still out there. It's it's not. It's like, hey, this is what we used to do. This is how safe we were. If you're gonna come out here and look for him, Here's this is what safe. you need to do. I can't wait to get back out there and take beautiful pictures. And what better way, like? She said she didn't even know, really know about it until somebody said all the comments that was popping up. And if they're, tr- I mean, think about it. If if we'll just run with your theory for this, if she smoked his ass out there in the desert, of course she's going to want to talk to these people to nudge them in the opposite direction because these people literally have video evidence of the his oh. stomping grounds yeah, so yeah, they yeah. know where to go look. Dude, I don't even think he made it to the desert. He might not have. I think she had him smoke somewhere else and she's using his love for the desert as a cover up. It's possible. You know, he's already got all these videos. He's already letting all these people know that he's going out looking for this cave. She could smoke him, throw him in a landfill 50 miles the opposite direction and she's like, "All right, what would make this better?" I know. I'm going to take his cell phone. I'm going to park his car where we always park to do our beautiful hikes. I'm going to walk his cell phone to the mine shaft that is conveniently in the other video of him (laughs) searching for the cave where the search and rescue will find it. And then all of a sudden there's no other evidence anywhere. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying she's not the girlfriend. And if, if you run with the, the true crime and and that the fact that this is really her i would then at this point say she probably did at least one or yeah, a couple cool. times go out there with him yeah you just on, on a hike there. dude this could not even be her at all when you said that i was like oh shit this could be somebody in the fucking military that's what i'm posting saying. as his girlfriend that's what i'm just saying. to like produce closure that's what know, i'm saying to that, lull that everybody whole, back to sleep like my original theory but is just that i'm not I, I in my original theory i'm not saying that's his fucking wife because that doesn't make too many too much sense unless they coerced her into Paid doing her. this yeah but yeah i was strictly thinking that this bitch is just acting like his girlfriend to further solidify yeah, the cover-up. Yeah, when you up. said that, if it is his girlfriend, I was like, oh, shit, dude, it's the military posting as his Ex- girlfriend. Exactly. Because exactly. they don't want Kenny revealing the secrets of the cave to the exactly. world. Exactly, and that's what I mean. Like, whether government was involved in whatever's in that cave or the government knew of something in that cave that possibly killed him, either way, they're not wanting that information to get out. So per the government, they're going to do whatever it takes to fucking make that disappear. Another thing is, is to find actual news evidence on Kenny's disappearance is few and far between to come by. There's a, it's a lot on conspiracy pages, but you have to get to some local Nevada papers to even like find legitimate news. It's there, but it's like, it was See, smushed under and the that, rug. That's another thing, dude. That I've I've been slowly noticing in me and Steve's research into these topics, uh, because not to change the subject, and I don't want to change the subject, but like in my hunt for the truth of our current predicament, the the world pandemic, I'll I'll easily voice it. I believe that the virus is man made. There are a lot of people a lot of very fucking intelligent people who have come forward saying that this is most likely a man-made disease. Now, whether that is true or not is not the point. The point is, is when you go to Google any information on 
that, the fact that it could be man-made. I'm not kidding you, people. When I did that, the first solid two or three pages is nothing but COVID was not man-made. COVID was not made in a lab. I mean, everything was steering you in the opposite direction. And when, when that happens, I tend to start to ask myself, what the fuck is going on here? Because I know there are other people like me who are like, I think this is man-made. And somewhere in there, there should have been a Reddit post that popped up. There should have been something that pointed in the opposite direction, but it was just wiped clean. Yeah. And when that shit happens, I start to question. Yep. It's easy. It's easy to cover something up in the media. Oh, now. fuck yeah. And on the internet. So, I don't know, man. It's a fucked up story, dude. It does. It's it makes up. you. It's got all the elements of like some suspense novel. You know what I mean? Um, some sources that I use looking at my information before we close this out. Uh, I went to True Noir Stories at WordPress.com and got some information. Uh, the Nevada Magazine.com did a story on Kenny in September through uh, the September October issue of 2019. I used uh, ViralNova.com. I looked up some information. StrangeOutdoors.com. So you see a lot of these are either paranormal or outdoorsy magazines. Or right, right. Actual news sources to come about are few and far between. So, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. But I don't know if this is the end to our podcast here, but I, I've got to say it because I've been chuckling to myself this entire time. I just keep <laughs> thinking about it. So me and Steve are kind of, before we uh, sit down tonight and do this, we were kind of digging on information on this fucking M-hole thing. And he stumbled across this thing on Reddit, and somebody was like, hey, I think I found the M-cave. And they're like, somebody <laughs> re- replied to him and goes, "Goes, why do you think that? And they go, because it's shaped like an M. <laughs> Dude, that that is the kind of positive research we need here on this podcast. Oh, dude, I, I don't know. Just the <laughs> casual, like, I just picture somebody going, because it's shaped like an M? Like, what yeah. else do you want me to say? It's an M cave because it's shaped like an M, dog. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't call it the B cave if it was shaped like an M. Exactly. It just, I don't know. The way it was worded just made me fucking laugh. Dude. It was really funny. That's Reddit for you. Yeah, the more... The more I look into Reddit, the more I think I'm really going to fucking enjoy Reddit. There, it, it, is, it is a blessing and a curse because there is a plethora, 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 plethora of information on there, and especially when it comes to personal encounters of the unexplained, but there is also a ton of fiction out there right. where people write the exact same stories that are not necessarily true. Which is fine so, as long as you make that clear. Yeah, which sometimes they don't. You know, because... I love, fuck, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, you know, shout them out, fucking Creepy and Mr. Creepy Pasta. Those, those fucking shows are good. Yeah. They're really, really good. Yeah. F- the, some of the fictional writers out there are just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I have been completely in love with some of the the short stories on Mr. Creepy Pasta pasta here lately holy fuck there's creepy, some creepy pastas are our new urban ones. legends man they're the urban legends for our generation see i don't even look at his like that i just look at it as people writing these gnarly ass short stories and they're they're fucking fun they really are yeah so if you guys are looking for something else to listen to kind of out of the 
out of the nonfiction norm, definitely check out uh, oh, Creepy. Highly, highly recommend them. They have their they have podcasts there on YouTube. Uh, check out Mr. Creepy Pasta. Um, I know I shouted out before. There is an excellent channel called Beyond Creepy, and it is a lot of humanoid encounters. They're they're supposedly true encounters, but there is some weird shit on there. And Hell that, yeah, that's kind of my go-to when I need some inspiration. I'll just put him on and listen. So and something we haven't done in a minute that we probably should start doing more. Um, if you pe- if you guys like this style of podcast and you want more of it, go to our uh, network page. Oh yeah, straight up strange dot com. There are other podcasts just like us on the same on the network. Check them out. Give yeah. them a listen. Definitely a lot of dope podcasts yeah. on there. Just give them a listen and hope, hopefully portal. it feeds your curiosity. Uh, haunted Happenstance. Hell, I remember happens in Canada. Fuck, like a year or two ago, I stumbled across Into the Portal. And I think I think the episode I, I began on was... Uh, it, it caught my attention just like some of the people we catch their attention. We we cover the, mo- the more obscure things and theirs was a uh, man-eating plants and i'm like that's fucking dope i'm gonna listen to it so it was pretty cool yeah definitely check out all of our counterparts over there um into the portal obscure anomalies folklore on the rocks forgotten darkness nothing ever happens in canada straight up enigmas uh weird tales radio show odd Oddball Aussie, Monsters and Friends, Haunted Happenstance, Spellcast, All Things Dream, Can't Make This Up, The Haunting Hour, Vanished, and there are some new ones that I didn't get to. I apologize. Just go over there and check out the lineup. Everybody's awesome. Yeah. Everybody helps everybody out. Go and support them. And I'm going to try to post something on Instagram. I don't do it very fucking often. I need to get better at that. Um, But what are your guys' favorite paranormal podcasts? Like oh, yeah. the true paranormal p- p- podcasts. You know, because I'm always looking for new ones to really get into because my normal go-tos is like tinfoil hat. Um, Every once in a while, I'll bang out the confessionals. And then uh, Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett is really fucking good. I would highly recommend him. Yeah. Those are usually my go-tos when I want to dive into the fucking weird shit. I've been really going into uh, YouTube Oh really? To dig up stuff. Yeah. Nice. nice. I that's an untapped resource for me. I usually stick to the podcast, but mostly because I do a lot of driving, so Yeah, I and that's that's what I do too. Because a lot of the things that I listen to just are, are stories of the paranormal. I'm trying to think yeah. about YouTube videos, like I said. I guess that would be mostly audio. I listen to Beyond Creepy. Um Scary Mysteries on there is great. Uh there's one that touches more on true crime called dark curiosities i love that podcast or that youtube channel there's just a whole bunch there's a lot of good content out there everybody needs to check it out if you yeah. that kind of stuff. so now that we're done plugging the paranormal yeah i had another dope ass disappearance i was going to talk about but we're just going to do another another episode on it yeah so, might as well this it, story was pretty fucking fun yeah it was it's weird i don't know so check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Come over, hang out with us, send us your scary stories and personal encounters. Stay safe, stay weird, and if you find yourself in front of a cave that looks like an M that makes you vibrate, it's probably the M cave. Don't go in or you won't come back out.
So see ya.